0: Cucumber, how are you
1: I am uh, I'm fantastic I'm excited about this podcast
0: I am as well I am as well so 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 let, let the listeners know what we are talking about today.
1: So we're talking about CBD and other natural substances because this is definitely something that's coming up because of the legalization of CBD and the research into that. Even if you look at how stem cell research is now acceptable and we're just moving and evolving as a species. but. Also with uh, Joe Rogan being very much into his ayahuasca and that's becoming a little bit more popular. And I heard the other day that you can eat fucking mu- fungus that's uh, in catch uh, in cow shit and then you can get a little bit <laughs> high on that. So we're definitely moving. <laughs> in you <laughs> yeah, go, on not serious? Yeah, go type that in Joe Rogan and... Uh, Uh, tripping on cow shit something like that and then I'm sure you're (laughs) going to find a nice discussion on it
0: I have to do that tripping
1: on uh, (laughs) cow (laughs) shit But don't do it now. Do it later. But they they talk about basically where the cow is a holy creature. I think in India, and the reason why was that if you ate something in the cow in the cow shit, you would trip, and it would be something similar than the ayahuasca experience, where you have this outer body uh, floating feeling, and where you have a really new perspective and godlike uh, outlook on your own life. So that's where it comes from now. The reason why I'm curious about CBD is based on my spinal injuries, I experience an enormous amount of pain on a daily basis. And it would range from anything from two out of 10 to, let's say, eight out of 10. Unless I have a new injury, it goes into nine or 10 out of 10. And about four weeks ago, during the COVID-19 lockdown, I phoned my sponsor and I said to him, I can't do this anymore. Like it's just too much fucking pain. Like I don't, oh, wow. I don't know. And I think I do. Um, I, 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 just don't know how to manage this. And um, I asked him his opinion. And it's interesting to see how everyone in recovery has a different opinion on this. So we, we said in the end, like fuck, if it re, if I've used every other avenue, and we say that we have to go down the CBD route, then let's go. And um. Yeah, so for me, it's literally a pain-based thing because I don't have money for surgery. I don't have money for any type of therapy, be it chiropractic, masseuse or physiotherapist. And I don't have enough time in the day to manage all my stretches and exercises, which range from if I don't want to have any pain, I probably need to do between two to three hours of stretches and exercises every day. Uh, The other thing is eating extremely healthy to cut out all facets of inflammation. And it's just not really possible. And I think the difficult part with um, recovery is that we all need vices that just makes us feel a little bit like, we don't have to take life so seriously, and having the hot chocolate or piece of bread or something like that really helps me, but that is normally associated with pain the following day, and especially during COVID-19, sitting a lot and not being in a position of movement, that is just an absolute nightmare for my injury. So I've got a standing desk now. I am trying to do something like an hour to two hours of stretches and stuff. But it, it, it's a lot of work, you know, and oh, where do yeah. you draw the line with having certain CBD remedies and other types of natural substances that allows you to not experience pain? And even going further, how do you have these experiences that everyone's talking about in recovery? Where do you draw the line between acceptable and not acceptable? So yeah. that's a fucking really long introduction, but over to you, Freddie.
0: It's a, it's a, it's a lovely introduction. Thank you very much. Um you, you say you're throwing one word around very loosely, which I which I thoroughly enjoy, because you and I use the word recovery, and by, by what we mean by that is 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 a twelve step recovery program. And what we understand from our twelve step recovery programs is virtually a zero tolerance policy, a um, 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 100% abstinent based policy. So in Narcotics Anonymous, you will look at, um, you're not allowed to use any mind or mood altering substances. Um, and if you do, then you lose your clean time. And as we all know, our clean time is very important for us. We we, we really we really um, 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 we're very proud of, of the fact that we have achieved X amount of days or years or months with without putting a, a mind-altering substance in our systems, seeing how how they have bugged us up in our lives. Um, but 12 step recovery is actually just one one form of recovery, and there are there are many other 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 Um, recovery modalities where we will look at what's your drug of choice. So your drug of choice is heroin. So therefore, if we can get you off heroin, but get you to smoke a joint every now and then, is that the worst thing that can happen to you? Um, And then we get um, what they call harm reduction therapy. is where a client comes to you and says, you know what, when I drink, I kind of... (sighs) fuck my life up but and I know it but I, I, I cannot see myself living without alcohol. I, I don't want to stop drinking. And one of the fundamental principles of, of 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 um counseling is you meet your client where your client is. So I don't try to convince those clients that they have to stop drinking. I try and help them to to go on a journey to see if they can live normally if they can have a, a, a life with healthy relationships and a good relationship with themselves while still having the odd beer or two um, and if they can't then then we go to do or we have, we have not tried the, the harm reduction it's not working you're still kind of fucked up so um, maybe we should now move to a to a, to a, to, a, to a stricter routine and, and go to a zero, zero tolerance um so so what i'm saying is within the within the, the, the narcotics anonymous context your CBD oil or, or rather your and, and this is important this is this is an important difference that 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 I'm making for myself is a difference between a cannabis oil and a CBD oil and I'm not I'm not an intellectual on this but the difference is that um the cannabis oil still has the active ingredient the, the ingredient that makes you high is still in that oil, while the CBD oil, the the actual active ingredient is has been removed, and that's a CBD. So, so the, the one will make you high, which is a mind altering substance. The other one is not. So, um, the within the within a a a a a twelve step recovery context. Going on a San Pedro journey or an ayahuasca journey or a mushroom journey or those type of things will be significantly frowned on, and you will ten tend to one be told that that you have to reset your um, your um, clean time date, and you will ne- never, ne- you you should never do that again. Um, but in other modalities, people will will look at at it completely differently. Um, I, I listened to a podcast recording the other day um, and I wish I could remember the podcast. It's a, it's a British DJ that's been about six years clean now and he he has his own podcast and he spoke to, to, to the guest about um, ayahuasca, specifically ayahuasca journeys. And within an NA context, what, what different views there are because my, my feeling is that that if, if, if you decide that you're going to take a, a, a mind-altering substance like San Pedro or psilocybin, psilocybin, for those who don't know that, that's magic mushrooms. That's active ingredients in magic, in magic mushrooms. Um, if, you, if you go on, on a journey like that to, to, to have a, sp- a spiritual experience, Or to somehow enhance your spirituality that you don't necessarily have to reset your clean time clock. Now, my feeling is that there there is a white white booklet in Narcotics Anonymous that talks about um, the addict and medicine. And I've never read it. I, 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 I once I'm talking a lot. Please stop me. Stop me if, I, if, if you if you want to, if you need to. Um, but I had a, a, a sponsee or I have a sponsee um, who fell off her roof and broke her ankle. And she's a doctor. And she refused any medication. Because she didn't want to reset a clean tongue. Pills were never her, her drug of choice. And, and she called me and, and she was in agony. It was like in three o'clock in the morning while well, my, my, my phone sound was off. But the next morning, I got these three or four calls. I immediately called her, what the hell's going on? And she had the doctors and the nurses around her bed because she was in absolute agony. And I said to her, take the bloody medication as prescribed by the doctor. There is no reason for you to be in such pain. And she still refused to. Now, for me, that's not recovery. <laughs> that, that that's not okay recovery. That that is causing yourself unnecessary pain. So my view my view on, on, on this is on and on prescription medication is that as long as you take it as prescribed by a doctor, then it's okay. Now that brings us to the grey area of something like C B D oil. Because in South Africa currently, a doctor cannot prescribe it. Yet, if you walk into most pharmacies, it's behind the counter where you can where you, where you can actually ask for it. Um, and and I think in with with, with, with within the context of of, of of NA, you've done exactly the right thing. Is the way I live my life at the moment. I, I am exploring all alternatives, and I have ex, ex what's the word? Exorbited all the all the alternatives.
1: Or and exonerated? With, or the,
0: the, 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 exhausted? The, the exhausted. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, and then with with agreement with your sponsor, you decide this is this is the way we're going to move forward and see if it helps. Um, it, 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 yeah, it's you know not,
1: what's interesting. Uh, if I, can, if I can interject there, the, the interesting Please thing with Narcotics Anonymous. <laughs> so you, you said so much, it's quite hard for me to, to go. But the one thing I realized with Narcotics Anonymous is that we're all just people and we all have different interpretations. And I had a sponsor in London and he gave me a hard time because um, I wasn't going to enough meetings according to him. And I think I was doing like one or two meetings a week. And he was doing something like seven. And I didn't say it to him, but I wanted to. And I was like, listen you, you, fucking piece of shit. You're living on the <laughs> dole. And if there weren't people like me paying your fucking taxes, then you wouldn't be able to do that. Now, I know in the United Kingdom, you are deemed unemployable. And it's an absolute fucking nightmare to then become employable. So you are legally deemed as not possible to be hired to do a job. And to actually prove to the system that you can work, it's a a nightmare for a lot of people. However, you are in a position not to judge people that are working 60 to 90 hours a week and they do it because there's no fucking work for them in Africa and they're sending a lot of money back home. So I think the problem with Narcotics Anonymous is… Who do you trust? Whose opinions? I think it's just about doing enough research. Now, for those listening, Freddie's just got over 10 years. uh, You celebrated 10 years or 11 or 12 recently?
0: I celebrated 10 in November.
1: And uh, I celebrated uh, 17 years uh, uh, about six or nine months ago. And... um, so, for, for me, it's not a case of um, we're early in this thing. So, I'm speaking to a lot of people. My, my fear with CBD is I don't want to take it because, unfortunately, with the human brain, once you take something, that's becomes slowly the new normal or doing it again isn't so hard. So, For me, it's a little bit like I don't want to give up yet on healthy nutrition and stretches and all of those things. However, I know it's absolutely insane for me to continue down this road because there are certain days where I have to cancel appointments, where I don't sleep properly, where I'm in a bad mood for no reason and my wife struggles. So I don't really want to talk about medicine in recovery because I think that's a completely different podcast. I really don't mind going under general anesthetic. I've broken bones and... I've had to situations where I'm looking at bones from outside my body because I've got gashes that are going ah! all the way down there. And then obviously, and then obviously uh, not taking any medication. You're just a crazy motherfucker. And more power <laughs> to you if that's the route that you want to take. But uh, um, it's just unjudgmental uh, you are. You, um, um,
0: unjudgmental you are. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I, Listen, I've to... been there.
1: I've I've <laughs> I've been in a position where um where where I've broken stuff and I told the doctors early recovery, I was like, you know what, I'm not gonna take any microdol, I'm not gonna take any medication and they were looking at me like, Oh, why are you trying to be so fucking tough? And I'm like I, I think it was more at a point of maybe I was quite vulnerable in recovery where I felt like I needed to go through that almost as uh, yeah. proving to myself that i 'm serious and um, yeah. but there are certain situations and you would know like when I removed my wisdom teeth under general anesthetic, I thought that i 'm going to survive that without uh, taking any painkillers and i I think I lasted like two days and then mm-hmm. I realized like i can 't do this without painkillers you know mm-hmm. like um uh, I think something that's important for me is intent. And even if you look at the criminal system, like they a lot of times talk about criminal intent. You know, did you the difference between murder and manslaughter, a lot of it is intent. And no. um, the challenge with drugs and narcotics and all of that is if I smoke weed or if I take heroin, my body doesn't consider what the intent was, what the motivation does, was. My body is just like, oh, this feels fucking awesome. And um, I, I think that's a, a bit of a dangerous place uh, to be at. So, for example, Voltaren gels, Voltaren oils, that shit does not do anything for broken bones. I can rub fucking 2,000 <laughs> liters of CBD oil on my body. It's not going to do anything.
0: You can barf you marinate yourself in this <laughs> stuff. It's
1: not going to help. <laughs> <laughs> and um i need i need something more severe like the oil, uh, like the drops that you use or something like that and um and i'm scared of that you know because uh i it's a little bit like at which point do you take that and then it's like well if you just ate a little bit healthier yesterday you wouldn't have this pain today maybe you should just do stretches and pucker up it's very weird for me um, when to use it and when not to use it. I, it's just a, it's a weird concept. And I sometimes feel like, you know what, I had a discussion with someone else in recovery on a podcast, and I'll finish with this and then I'll hand over to you. But uh, he's a black uh, guy from uh, South uh, or North Carolina in America. And unfortunately, if you're born uh, as an African-American, you are at a certain disadvantage within society and uh, in America. You know, unfortunately, there are a lot of bad shit happening to black Americans. That does not happen to white Americans. And it's almost like it's your cross to burden or to wear. If it's right or wrong, it's fucking terrible. But it is what it is. Like, unfortunately, America is slightly racist on certain corporate and political levels. And I sometimes wonder, my broken bones, is that not just my cross to and my burden to wear through my life? You know, there's some things that you just never can change. And what you should do is make peace with that. That is the person you are. And I've told my wife before, like, listen, if you want a more energetic husband, you've got to divorce me and and uh, go find him because I don't think this will never change. The pinnacle of my physical health was uh, 20 years ago where I started breaking shit. You know, it's just it's going to get worse. And I... And again, we live in this society where we don't expect black people to become white like Michael Jackson. You can't change it. It is what it is. Um, and it's a little bit like these pain levels. It is what it is. You can't change it. You just have to admit it or try to do whatever you can to, to lessen it. I don't know what any of your take on my fucking monologue there.
0: <laughs> um, what on? I'm not one hundred percent sure what what I heard there, but I I don't know whether whether part of our life journey is to live with with pain and discomfort. I don't I don't know if, if 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 part of the reason why we're why we're put on earth is to is to is to have those discomforts and to 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 kind of spiritually overcome them and then become a bloody guru or whatever that case might be um my my personal take is that we are we are placed on earth in order to be happy and to do good to other people and what i'm hearing from you is that what you do for a living or what you did for a living be- before covid-19 was you you did a bloody good job for a lot of Underprivileged people, and what I'm hearing from you is that the pain that you're walking around with, um, at days and at times in your life, withheld you from 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 doing that service and from from being happy. And then my my, my thought process goes to, but aren't these these alternative medicines on the market for somebody like you to actually use them and be able to be of service to other people
1: plus do okay. we trust the the systems and the people in place because i uh, i i watch mike tyson and he's got the he's uh, marijuana farms and he does a lot and he's like and he was having a discussion with a reporter about cbd treatment versus oxycoton. he's like well listen uh, you guys all prescribe oxycontin and we know what the result is with Oxycotin. and just mm. because a doctor prescribes Oxycotin doesn't mean it is acceptable so isn't it healthier for people to uh, just go on to cbd treatment and where is there enough research i think that that's a, a lot of times what uh, some of the older members tell me it's like there's just not enough research at this point you know i wish yeah. i could tell you go for it but we just don't have enough research. And it's the same with how they say certain hallucinogenics or psychoactive drugs can help treat depression and whatever. Like, uh, And they were like, there's just not enough research. And it, I think sometimes uh, what, you, what you also just said, it's like, Listen, if you're just unlucky to be born into the wrong era or generation, there are certain challenges that you have to face. You know, at least we don't have to go through World War II. At least I'm not Jewish in 1939 so yeah. the the challenges that I face, like I really need to put that into perspective, and sometimes uh, I think part of life is, yes, you're unlucky, you won't born into a monarchy, you won't be like fucking Prince William that you're this royal dick that just do fucking pointless stuff now joking. but um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know I, I, I don't know where to draw the line, and, and, yeah. and as long as I'm unsure, I can't hundred uh, percent say that. I'm comfortable with this. I'd rather choose the pain than, than not else. And I think having yeah. supporting people around you that understand you, I think that's really important.
0: You know what's interesting is I am a my, – my, 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 my professional registration title is a special, specialist wellness counselor. And I am registered with the Association for Supportive Counselors and Holistic Practitioners. So my job as a counselor is is, is to look at complete well-being. Now, every year, part of of what we need to do to prove that we are not sitting in our asses doing nothing and that we're staying abreast with, with new developments in our field is we need to complete a certain amount of assignments Um, to get what we call continue professional interestingly enough CPD points um, to keep your registration and one of the assignments that that, that was prescribed last year was one on cannabis in counselling and the article put out, or, or the material that we had to study, put out a very, very, very um, good argument for the use of cannabis in counselling. Because we, we as as in in my job um, 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 field, I can recommend. I can't prescribe, but I can recommend to clients to try CBD, to try cannabis oil. Um, um, and it, it, it's recommended that that, that, that we do that. And they ended the the whole thing with was, but remember that in South Africa, it is not legal yet. And, but that having been said, I was at a dinner the other night in the good old days when we, when we weren't locked up in our houses and I was sitting next to a psychiatrist and I said to him, so how are you doing? And he said, well, I'm doing okay. But I I don't know. So I said to him, "What what 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 is this? I don't know about." He said, "I'm feeling very despondent in my practice at the moment." And I said to him, "Why?" He said, "Well, I've got quite a few people in 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 ward at the moment with serious depression and anxiety problems, and I have done everything everything that is possibly able to be done for these people. I've done, and they're not." Getting better. Yet, I'm sitting on stacks and stacks of research on psilocybin, and everything points that this could this could be the answer for these people. And I'm not allowed to use it. So this is this is now outside of of, of the of the recovering real. But uh, frankly, if, if if I were in in that position as a recovering addict. And I could take psilocybin, I possibly would have said, fuck my clean time. I'm going to take the psilocybin. I'm not saying fuck recovery. I'm not saying that, that at all. Because a very important thing for, 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 for me about recovery is the difference between um, um, using drugs or, 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 or using a recovery program to get clean off drugs and using a recovery program to to stay connected to, to, to our addiction and to live better lives. And I think you and I are, are, are way past the phase where we actually worry about using again. For, I, I go back to, 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 to recovery meetings and I worked at 12 steps because I love the, 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 the um, personal and spiritual growth that, that I get from that. I love the connection that I, that I have with 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 people in in that field. I get a lot a lot of other stuff from that recovery program. So if I have to 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 to, to become a newcomer because I, I I opted for psilocybin to relieve my depression, then I'll engage with the program as a newcomer again. But what the hell?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's interesting. I've um. Why are we so scared of relapse and all of these things? It's, I think um, it's a developing thing, but I know from my own, and I think that's maybe a podcast for another day, it's like, you know, really at all costs do not try to pick up. And I think it's just weird how some of us are designed. So, for example, the, I really try to eat clean because I don't feel good if I eat bad, but I love the, to, to have cheat meals and stuff. And the other night my wife gave me a block of chocolate, like a small piece. And I haven't had any chocolate for like a week. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to have a small block. And when I saw again, I opened two fucking chocolates and I ate the whole stuff. And as I'm eating, I feel like shit. And I'm like, why am I doing this? And I feel am fucking I retarded. And, yeah. then I just, and, I, and I continue eating it knowing the repercussions. And like there's something within me that triggers certain really extreme um, behavior. So for example... Yeah. And the other day, when the police officers now came to talk to me. I'm like, seriously, like a few years ago, my brother was being stabbed to death and you guys didn't want to do it. Somebody stole all my life savings. People broke into my house. I phone you guys and you don't want to do anything. Now that I'm literally doing exercise, you guys want to give me shit. And I'm like, if this yeah. motherfucker is going to try and handcuff me, I'm going to respond. And I'm, gonna, I'm not going to respond. I'm going to respond appropriately. And somewhere something triggers in my head where I'm like, Jesus, dude, just like, like there's something a little bit unfit with the way you see life. You're just willing to go to very extremes. And if the extreme is a positive, then it's wonderful. But if the extreme is a negative, then it's the most horrendous thing. And there's something within us as addicts that just we're willing to go to certain lengths. And some of it is controlled. Some of it is controlled. And I think that's wow. the difference between using in a balancing way where you just you open the bottle of wine, like my wife, and then you have a glass and you drink half the glass. And then two months later, I have to throw the rotten wine out of the house. You know, that it's just, is
0: acceptable. She is a bad, bad, bad person. Decent people do not leave wine undrunk. <laughs> I am very very disappointed in <laughs> that. But I, I hear you. You know, the, you, you you started. Oh, 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 damn it! Shit! Oh, sorry. The cat just bit me. Oh, there is blood. But um, that's okay. That's okay. We'll we'll survive. Oh, yo! He just dug those teeth in there. Um, sorry. We we are. So, if you're wondering about the noise, that was that. That's actually the cat playing on my desk while we're chatting. Um. So, the the you you started with saying, um, why are we so afraid of relapsing? The thing is that I think that number one is we don't want to open Pandora's box because we we lived such awful lives in in addiction that we obviously don't want to go back there. So to, if, 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 if there's a potential that 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 we're doing something innocently that might take us back to that dark space, I don't, I I wouldn't take that that risk. Like a lot of people, obviously, you must have been at, a, at parties where people said to you, "But so you don't drink?" I said, "Yeah, I don't drink." And kind of, um, so so how long haven't you had a drink for? Well, 17 years. I said, "So can you never drink again?" And my answer is always that I might be able to, but I'm not willing to try. I am not willing to, to take that risk that one drink is going to push me back into the darkness of active addiction. Um, I, I can't go back there. If I go back there, I'll kill myself. So um, so if, if one drink is, is, is the difference between me living and me killing myself, then I think there's a no-brainer. I'm not going to have that drink. Um, but the, the one thing that, that's important that we're talking about here as well is, remember, CBD oil is not a mind-altering substance. The the, the 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 ingredient that, that 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 alters the mind has been removed from that oil. So you you've 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 got all the you've got all the good stuff without the what we would call in the old days good stuff.
1: <laughs> you,
0: you're yeah, now because
1: actually, for example. Uh- why? Why can we smoke cigarettes, uh, but we can't take CBD oil for pain? You know what I mean? Yep. Like, uh, isn't wouldn't wouldn't the cigarette have a bigger influence on my mood? And this is the thing. And cigarettes are mind altering, and they are mood altering. And if I do not have them, I feel different. But that is somehow acceptable within our yep. um, like our oh, fellowship, where something like CBD oil, you know, but it's, I think it's also the the challenge with, the, like, Narcotics Anonymous, Alcoholics Anonymous, it's again, it's just, it's humans, we're all trying the best, but a lot of them are closed minded I always say, my biggest pet peeve with Alcoholics Anonymous, and all 12 Step Fellowships and Narcotics Anonymous, they all preach change, until you tell them let's change something in the preamble like, what the fuck, <laughs> you want to say the serenity prayer, five seconds later, with three sentences before that we never used to have and it's been this longest, it's like people just do not like change you know in our previous podcast we said that people don't like it and the never no one wants to be the forerunner in figuring something out and right. but i'm just at the point of i i, I, I one of my more closing type of uh, things is that i've never had a laptop in my life and if a you had dance. extreme yeah. words on
0: as well on the line Oh, well, I have, I stream more than wow.
1: myself.
0: Um, no, um, okay, wait, 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 wait for a second. I wonder if somebody's walking. There's that's it. That's better. Wow. Are you there? Merve, are you there?
1: Cool. So um, basically what um, what I wanted to say was um, I went to a couple of strip clubs, not many, but um, I never had a lap dance when I was at the strip clubs. And then we went to one for a bachelor's and I was sitting there and I said to one of my friends, I was like, dude, I've never had a lap dance. Should I get one? He's like, fucking just get it over and done with. It's a little bit like if you're going to just try weed once and see how it goes. I think from first uh, time I went to a strip club between the lap dance was something like 10 years. (laughs) The difference between my first and my second lap dance was half an hour. (laughs) Oh, wow. They're amazing uh, uh, and then I've I've never been back to a strip club because I just I felt really terrible afterwards I was like yeah. this isn't good and especially uh, being in a relationship and now being married and I'm still with the same lady and she doesn't mind if I go to strip clubs because the Eastern Europeans just have a bit of a different view so for the bachelors and stuff it's fine but it's I think also we as addicts have a uh, fuck it switches. And I think that's the danger. You just don't know. It's a little bit like, um, if you watch finding Nemo where you see the shark that sniffs blood and then he just loses his mind. Unfortunately, we do have this thing. And at least if I eat a lot of chocolate, all that will happen is that I feel a little bit ill and I'll probably go to bed and my tummy won't work properly. And yeah. if you do that with alcohol, marijuana or with other types of drugs, like a cocaine and whatever, that is not a good combination and we don't know what would trigger us to go into that. And I think that's the, the reason why some of us just very vigilantly stay away from certain things. Yeah.
0: Interesting is your, your, your dilemma with, with, with CBD oil. I've, I've got, kind of got a parallel in, 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 in my life. And that is that, again, back to my, my profession as a wellness counselor, is I believe I don't tell any of my clients to do any treatment that I haven't tried before. Mm. So am I in future going to to, to ignore that there are products like psilocybin um, and CBD oil on the market? Because in, in a certain context in my life, it's not okay. You understand what what, what what I'm saying is um so No I, I do. Yeah. So it, it, it's an interesting interesting dilemma that, that, that we have. My personal opinion about CBD oil for your pain, the mind and mood altering substance has been removed, use it. You're not going to feel different. It will probably help for your pain.
1: No cool. Um, probably uh, next time I have a little bit of money and uh, it gets severely bad then um, I might try it but for now I am with a lockdown I am in quite a good uh, uh, system of uh, uh, you know just having enough time to eat right and uh, exercise and etc etc so again that's the other thing like a lot of times when we look at problems we have a bias to what we want the solution to be and don't want an alternative solution that means we have to work harder at stuff and i'm always scared that i'm trying to take the easiest solution and that's why i'm avoiding this and once i really get to the point of um you know this is the only way to go about it yeah. uh, but i think my wife is still happy enough with uh, my mood uh, so for now i don't yeah. need to take it
0: i had the conversation the other day with my psychiatrist about psilocybin and it, it was a really interesting, interesting conversation. Um, but a friend of mine is a terrible, terrible anxiety sufferer. Um, and also the psychiatrist just can't get her medication sorted to, to, to address her, 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 her anxiety. And um, she then, with, with, with the guidance of her sponsor and a counselor, they agreed that she, she, she vapes. That she can use this um C B D vaping oil. Which she then okay. used. And um one night watching a movie or something, it 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 got very anxious. She got very anxious and, and she she possibly vaped a bit more than she normally does. And she felt different. And she panicked herself into a stupor and called her sponsor and called the counselor and both said to her, Girlfriend, relax. Just relax. Relax into it, okay? You're okay. Mm. <laughs> but the interesting thing is that the CBD, after that event, she stopped taking the CBD vaping oil, but she went on to CBD water. And that is doing her anxiety the world of good. Mm. And with the with yeah, and, and, and and counselor, we agreed, they agreed that she's not relapsing. This is for, medi- for medicinal purposes because no other medication yeah, helps anxiety. A- this shit is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. That is
1: th-
0: that that is my take on, on on the on the topic. Um, and with that, we probably need to wrap it up.
1: Definitely. Thank you so much, Freddie. This has been very uh, good for me to. Figure out where I stand on it.
0: Awesome, Mr. Marwan. You look after yourself and have a beautiful rest of your of your Saturday. Okay, I'm going to stop recording. Awesome,
1: Freddie.
0: Okay, I'm going to stop recording.